Welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. AP, how are you? What up? What up? God, I guess we got a lot of hot goss going on these days. Huh? A lot of hot goss. Uh, you had your beautiful baby shower this weekend, oh my God. which your mother—I don't She's know if much. you helped or what you did—but if you nope, did not help, your mother fucking nailed it. I just love that little does. muffin. I know. Class I know. act, that mother of yours. Shout out to you, mom. Always the MVP. Killing it. You are the hostess with the mostest. And I love when she cries. I mean, like, I don't like anyone to cry, but I do enjoy when she oh cries. Oh, my gosh. She was so funny. She even talked to me about it later on. She goes, I can't believe I got so emotionally overcome. And I said, that's because we're stunted. <laughs> but because, like, seeing your family and friends shower your child um, in their, their unborn child right. with gifts and... And just their presence is a very emotionally, um, it should provoke emotion. It should always provoke emotion when you see someone that you care about and love, whether it be your, ch- obviously your child is the the next, is the next thing up. But anytime you have anyone that you love and you get to see how much people really enjoy that person and love them while I they're agree. still alive and here, because I don't feel like we do that enough, right? We don't celebrate one another enough, um, which is why Agreed. it bothers me when people don't celebrate birthdays, because I'm like, it's not necessarily about it being your day, but let's celebrate for one day. Yeah. How fucking cool you are. Yeah. How maybe you're a great mom, maybe you're a great dad, maybe yeah. you're a great sister, but like, let's celebrate that on your birthday. Let's talk about about how amazing you are. me. Boom. Too. It feels Boom. good to celebrate yourself and just like see the people around you. Yeah. I understand if you don't want a big, you don't want like the fucking chicken macaroni girl singing the opera song. <laughs> like I can get behind that. But at the same time, like let me throw you a fucking party. Like I, and I'll say it again for the second year now on this show, still waiting for a surprise birthday party so that's still a thing um you're pregnant for I'm you personally i'm gonna you know, let it slide it can't happen no, no it's, it's i'm gonna let it slide because you're having a baby um but today at work funny that we're talking about this so we do a birthday cake in the beginning of the month for all of the people in that month yeah well i'm the only january baby so my yeah. boss came to me and said i got i came in the break room and i knew immediately it was not the cake that i had explicitly told everybody that i needed okay so I told my boss, I said, you know what the punishment is? I, I know I'm still going to eat part of this cake. Yeah, for But sure. on my actual birthday, I'm still going to require a cake. And you all need to sing me happy birthday right now and again on the 31st. Yeah. Upon which they all started singing. And the rep looked at me like I was wild. And I said, sir, I like to celebrate myself. I mean, okay? I don't I know do, what to tell you. I, I mean, like. I love birthdays. I do not understand people who don't love their birthday. I ate is wild. Like, is that just your life? Like, you're just like, oh, I'm here. Fuck mm-hmm. life. Fuck. I mean, like, I get it. It's Tuesday. Sometimes you're like, mm. on your birthday, like, smell the fucking roses. I always take my birthday off. Oh, I take my birthday off, and I am actually always. bitter when no one acknowledges it. Like, I need an acknowledgement, <gasps> like a, a special birthday hug. Yeah. I definitely like the birthday song. Yeah. I mean, and if you've got the acoustic, percent. if you've got the pipes to sing me a seductive happy birthday song, mm-hmm. 
bitch, let's get after it. Like, I want to yeah. hear that Mariah Carey vocal range. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel that. That's all I'm saying. So for my birthday and for all anyone's birthday, I really am like, you know me. I'm like, what are we doing for birthdays? Do you want to go to Vegas? To- Vegas. Want to go? Like, it starts at go. Vegas. It generally works its way down to, like, bar hopping <laughs> right, locally. Right. right. Local. But I do like yes. your spirit because yes. we have the same Oh, we spirit. have the same spirit and... Um, a few years ago, you did your birthday up at Virginia City. No, that was Michelle's birthday. No, no, no. It was the one where we did your birthday. It was at nighttime. It was a few oh, years ago. Oh, that's right. Did I? I think I did my birthday with Mike. Uh-huh. It was so a few years ago. Fun. A few, dude. That was it like was six years ago. So much fun. And one we, of our mutual friends, I won't tell you who, I'll tell you later off air, um, we all were going to share a room, and so we were all in the room afterwards and fucking drunk and enjoying some adult beverages, and I had just had my sur- It was like maybe six, seven, eight, nine months after I'd had my surgery, and my right foot was still kind of healing, and I took off my sock, and there may allegedly have been an ashy sort of situation, <laughs> and when I tell you this gentleman said to me... He said, "Yeah, excuse me, what's going on here?" <laughs> he said, "You're gonna cut my, you're gonna cut my fucking jeans. Get that fucking dusty leg off me." <laughs> and every time I go to VC now, I think of my dusty foot. He was right. Fuck him, man. <laughs> Still to this day, I'll come up to him and be like, "Crusty legs is here." <laughs> you know, when your fucking foot, my foot was killing me, and, and especially I, as a woman too, it's like, don't comment on my toes. It took a, I took a hit that night. Like that's a hard I still hit. think about it. That's I'm bringing it up right now in our in our podcast. That's a heavy That's how much it hurt me. So yeah, that was um, at least, and I mean this, <laughs> at least six years ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And my little crusty foot was. Was just like it was healing. Just, but you know what? It didn't wreck your goddamn birthday. We still had a fucking blast. Some of my best birthdays we have been with had you. So much fun, mm-hmm. just like, a blast. Insane amounts of fun. Yes. As soon yeah. as everyone, everyone's having babies right now. Everyone's literally, it's, literally right now. We want to give a big shout out to our girl Melissa, who's out in these streets putting out that baby. Literally, in literally the streets of Reno putting out that baby. She is trying to get that baby out. Next on board is AP. Um, as soon as everyone's babies get to about three years old. We're going to be able to rage hard again. We just need to buckle down. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, with everybody. True. Right now, it can just be a couple of us at a time. True. Um, but I will say that one thing I love about you and the people that are in our lives is that your baby shower started at 11, and I did not get home until 8.30 p.m. at night. Yes. And I will say, even though I didn't get to f- really wrap up that party train, I did head it. You did head it. And you even went to the second location. Yeah, I went to my baby shower after party, which I love that I have those. <laughs> every shower I've ever had has a before and an after party. Oh, every <laughs> single party you have ever had, any party you have ever had, where we say, no, we're gonna, "You guys, we're going to be home before the sun goes down." I think they call that alcoholism. <laughs> Well, we're nailing when it the then. fun stops. And you know what's so funny is I'm at some kidding. point, obviously, we all stop drinking. Everyone's trying to be safe, and we just enjoy. We have a great group of oh women that God. we know, and I it's know. so nice to be in each other's company. Feel that. Because in the winter months, you know, I like to hibernate, so we don't get to do it as often. Oh, bunch of great gals, great gals. Bunch we love you. Know great what? Gals, we love you. Turd burglars, we love you. <laughs> 
That's a group message. Shout out to the turd burglars. Shout out to the turd burglars. You all know who you are. Um, and I will give a quick shout out to Alyssa, who sent us just the loveliest message on Instagram. And Alyssa, yes. I'm going to shout you out on our IG this week. I yeah, love we're going to blast that. That was really sweet. It was so sweet. And you guys, I love when you guys send me comments. I do read them. I know I don't always reply in a timely fashion, but just know... It's nice. We want you guys to know we typically record Tuesday or Wednesdays. And so if you are writing and not that you have to, but if you like a shout out, we'd love to. It's fresh in the memory on those days. Yes. So if you guys are doing that, um, please do. And we'd love to give you a shout out. And oh, my God. Share the love, yes. Right. Because love. unfortunately, if you get it Sunday, it's like, thank you so much. Oh, my God. And then it's Wednesday. And then it's Wednesday. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Oh, no. Listen, you're always pretty spot on, my friend. All right. All right. So let's get into it. So I will start this week. I just really am hating a few things. One's going to be a little bit of a heavy hitter, but I'm just going to say to the giant dick this morning (laughs) who um, was driving behind me trying to go 60 miles an hour up McCarran near Plum, while there was literally two layers of ice on the ground. I hope that every time you shit, it is the temperature of the sun. There's <laughs> ice on the ground, sir. How fast would you like us to go and die? There was a literal accident on McCarran this morning. A woman tried to get over the right lane, spun out, hit a Jeep, and he went all the way up the mountain. He got rammed off the road so fast. McCarran was you backed had up ice for, over here. Oh my god, on McCarran! Oh, it's one of the most dangerous places. Is McCarran from Plum down to Plumas because oh, yeah. there is one that. deer. We pro- probably at least each season as they it comes on and it ends four deer, five get hit a year um, in the beginning and at the end. And that ice right there, because there's no no sun hits it. It's all just so many trees that the ice and the snow just stays. And the hill is so steep going up and coming down that you really are kind of fucked. You either are going fast enough to get up it mm-hmm. or you're going slow enough to come down it or yeah. you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. This Dodge is literally going 180 miles an hour behind me. And I'm like, sir, it doesn't matter how much four-wheel drive you have. Oh, thank you. Ice is fucking ice. I, oh, my God. We can't talk about this enough. Ice and is you ice. know, I commute up to the lake quite a bit. Um, and it fucking kills me because you see all these people who are driving around in the snow acting like... I mean, I realize if you do it, of course, there's going to be a certain level of confidence that you acquire, right? Sure, if sure. If this is your lifestyle. Right. I can understand that. There are certain elements where it's like, actually, just go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. This is a snowstorm. These, it, like, There is ice on the streets. You are not God. You have happened to drive a four-wheel vehicle, which has allowed you to have more control yep. than the average, and you... You know, or maybe a little bit more experienced. I will give you that. There's no reason for you to drive like a total piece of shit. No, there's no reason to ride someone's ass up a mountain. I mean, I just don't understand what is the point of doing that. I know. You're honestly, by the time I got over and he got in front of me, he maybe made it two cars in front of me. And that was it the entire time. So it was worth riding our asses. at a certain speed, then this happens a lot at the lake. If you're going at a certain speed, that person, say it's you in this, you're comfortable at that speed. You're trying to avoid... An accident. An accident. So what you're saying when you're riding my ass is my time and my feelings are not valid. Or my life. Or my life. 
So, yeah, if you really feel like that, then I hope you shit the sun every day, too. I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, when it's dry conditions, plenty of light, do what you need to do. Get in the slow line, do what you need to do. I feel the same way. But when there is actual ice on the road... Driving behind someone that aggressively, all you're actually doing is making them so nervous that they potentially could hurt someone next to them. Totally. And to the point where it is a law. You can, you will get a ticket. Hopefully you don't hurt somebody. All because you didn't want to go 10 miles less because you have a Dodge Ram and you think you're cool. So to you, sir, I say... I suck my dick. (laughs) Um, But the bigger thing that I wanted to talk about is, you know that I'm in healthcare. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Not often do I really talk about the logistics of my job, and I don't need to now. But one thing I do notice that's becoming more of a trend, and I see it across multiple ages. So it could be people in their 20s, 40s, 50s, 60s, all the way to their 90s. Yeah. I see a, a a different group of ages and races and genders, but across the board... It is shocking to me. (laughs) Blows my mind what I can say to a patient. Um, So what is this pill that you take? What's this orange one that you got right here? Mm -hmm. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I think I think my primary care or but you're taking it actively to me. Excuse excuse me, sir. Are you taking it actively? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking it every day. It's in your Monday through Sunday box. But what it does, I could not tell you. Well, when did you fill it? Don't remember. Well, how many do you have left? No idea. No idea. Have you been taking it for a while? Yeah. Yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. For like 10 years. Like I just go into this place and oh. they give it to me. Yeah. Oh, and that's why. Recently, I had a surgery. It was done by a doctor. God, I can't remember his recently name. Recently, you had a surgery? This is a patient telling okay. me. Okay. Recently, I had a surgery. It was something with my stomach. I don't remember the doctor's name. He's over in the Northwest. <laughs> like, that helps. He cut me open and did something with my intestines, but I don't really remember. So It's foggy from there. <laughs> and to people, I just want to say, I don't hate you. I hate that people are not more in charge of their own lives. Like, you have got to know what medicines you're taking, what are the side effects, and why a doctor prescribed it to you. Why are you taking a medication for 10 years and you have no fucking idea what the medication does? Why are you signing on a dotted line that says, if we cannot resuscitate you, our bad, but we're going to open you up and stick our fucking hands inside your fucking body. We're going to cut you open, stick multiple hands. There's mold, I don't know if you guys know, but when you have surgery, and I'm not being a jack or facetious. I'm being real, real honest here. When you have surgery, I don't know if people realize it's not just your surgeon's hands in there. There's a scrub tech. There's a scrub nurse. There's an assistant. A lot of hands going on. Most times, they're not the ones that close you. The first assist is. You don't know what they're doing and you let them cut you open? You can't remember? I've had six surgeries in my lifetime. This is legitimately making me physically ill. And I can tell you down to the Ill. fucking day, the time, the medicine they gave me, what they fucking did. As a matter of fact, and I will, I'm will, i going to give you guys a little insight, Same. okay? Because I like to give you guys little tokens, little nuggets of yeah. truths, okay? When you go in for surgery, let's say you're going to get 
your meniscus repaired on your knee. Okay? Your knee's been bothering you. Yeah. Got to get it repaired. It's time. It's worn out. When they have you in pre-op, you can tell the anesthesiologist, do not knock me out until I am in that gallery and I can see on the board, it says right knee, not left knee, right knee. And I want to mark it with a pen on my own, wrong leg, right leg. Okay? So when you go in for surgery, when they put you to sleep, they write on your legs, right leg, wrong leg, right leg, wrong, or right arm, wrong arm. You can say, I want to, right, because accidents do happen. X-rays accidentally get turned around. Totally. And surgeons, they don't just do one surgery a day. They could do up to seven surgeries in one day. Yeah, that's good. So if really, well, and typically they've had two days off. So I'm booking the early one. You want the early. (laughs) Always the early. that's a hot tip. And be aware of your own history. You need to tell the anesthesiologist, hey, I had surgery before. I I threw up for two hours. What you're telling me is, and I I know there has to be some listeners out here, but it's wild. You're making me physically ill. You would think, though, people say, I I can't believe that happens. It happens every day at my work. Every single day. For all the years that I've been doing my job, I've been doing it for 14 years. But then there's always some asshole who's like, if a doctor talks to me Honestly, about surgery. That is always my, like, cutting me open and, like, tweaking with my intestines. That is a last go-to. That is a last option. But there's so many people who just don't give a fuck, obviously. They're just like, oh, he said he could fix it, but then he opened me up and they didn't find anything. And then they just closed me back up again. I'm like, what? Every time you go under anesthesia, do you understand the trauma that your body uh, takes in to they gotta roll your body they gotta flip it over then they gotta hook you up put ivs in cut you open just to take a look girl guy whoever you are like be i'm just saying if you're going to go to a a doctor and say listen my arm has been killing me you do mris you've tried physical therapy you've tried pool therapy you've tried uh, patches and lidocaine you've tried all these things and you're just like dude i can't sleep every surgery i've ever had i had to have but you better fucking believe that I knew who the anesthesiologist was, first and last name, who was putting me to sleep. I looked that motherfucker up, make sure he hadn't killed anybody. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't have any active fucking lawsuits on his hand. Any surgeon that's going to fucking cut me open, you better fucking believe. You, bet, you better bet your bottom dollar that I have made sure he doesn't have any class action lawsuits against him for this surgery. Now, listen, I've worked in medicine a long time. I worked in surgery for a long time. I do understand accidents happen. Things happen, right? There's nothing. We're still human beings. Totally. Bodies can give up sometimes, okay? Yeah. So I'm not saying everything falls on the sometimes surgeon. Sometimes you leave the rag in there. It's it's tough. You know? It's tough. It's, it's like there's rags everywhere. Where are those scissors? Where are they? Do a scissor count again. But again, you should have a surgeon. There are some surgeons that I know that are fucking meticulous to the to the 10th degree. They're like, count them again, count them again. Well, count them fucking again. Make fucking sure. There are some badass surgeons out there who are fucking killing it. And then there's guys who are getting older, need to fucking retire. Now, I'm not saying those surgeons aren't great. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying before you let another human being who, by the way, puts his pants on like you. Mm-hmm. Could have high blood pressure, could yeah. have high cholesterol, yeah. could have gotten in a fight with his wife, kinky sex, could have gotten in a fight with his kid, could be going through a divorce, could have a lot of problems just like you and I have every mm-hmm. fucking day. It's probably behooves you to one, make sure that this guy's in the right mind frame to two, make sure you know exactly what the fucking game plan before you go in and let someone cut you open. That's... You should know when you go to your primary care doctor, you know what? These are all the meds I'm taking. Here's a list. 
Here's the pharmacy upon which I pick them up at. Here's how many pills I have left. Here's my next refill. And I know that I need to see my doctor in six months in order to get more. You should know that. You should not be running out of medication because you, oh, oh, I guess I just had no more. Well, I don't, I have people tell me, well, I don't know. I called the office to have them refill and they just never did. So I just. Stop doing it. Just stop, stop doing it. Just. Well, that might be why your blood pressure is 280 over 160. (laughs) You do realize you could have a stroke. And I'm going to talk about one more thing also. If you are a parent. I feel I'm taking all of this in. I hope you guys are writing some of this down. And again, I want to stress that I'm not hating on anyone. I'm telling you guys from me to you, this shit is wild. Okay. If you are a mother, a father, a grandmother, or a grandfather. Now, if you're some single motherfucker on the street. If you're one of those people who doesn't care about their birthdays, then whatever. Then like whatevs. (laughs) But if you're like a person who has other people that rely on you, depend on you. Okay. If you have a cold and it's Monday yeah, and it's been four weeks and your chest is burning and your heart feels like it's skipping beats. Don't drive yourself to the ER. You call 911. This, these are the times that you call 911. Not all these other motherfucking right, petty right, times. Right. Okay. To call because your neighbor's fucking playing his drums. That's not the time to call 911. And you know that you, person does and that. And you know. Yeah. You need so to true. call 911. When you're feeling heart palpitations, do not get into a vehicle and potentially have a heart attack or a stroke behind the fucking wheel and hurt somebody else or yourself or both. If you have been sick for longer than seven whole business days and you're not getting better, you need to go to urgent care, not the emergency room. Those are for emergencies. You should never allow your health to get so out of control that you have to take yourself to the emergency room. Now, I understand accidents happen, car accidents. So, you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, yeah. whoa, what, well, I don't know what's going on in my stomach. Yeah. But you should not be sick for so fucking long and not talking to any medical professional because you're just like, well, I don't know. I took some thermoflu. It just wouldn't go away. I have, in the last month, I have seen probably 15 cases of pneumonia that have walked. Like, I don't know. I, I think it might be bronchitis. I, I went to my primary. He said I had bronchitis, but he told me to come back if it didn't clear up. Yeah, I so, you know, I mean, I just didn't do that. I just feel like, oh, it's going to go away. It's not a big deal. And then every time they've called me and been like, you were right. I went to urgent care. It's pneumonia. Ugh. I have to take off two weeks of work or I was admitted to the hospital or this is cold and flu season. You guys, people die all the time from the flu. All of the time from from the flu. If you My don't mind believe is me, blown right now. Google it. There were two babies that just died last month from the fucking flu. Yeah. It happens all of the time. If you have bronchitis and you're not feeling better, go in and see your doctor. Because you know what bronchitis turns into? Pneumonia. Yeah. And pneumonia is not a fucking joke. Yeah. So I'm just saying we are in the cold and flu season, you guys. I, I'm not here to bag on anyone. I all understand that we sometimes we don't have the money for the copay. If you don't have the money for the copay, guess what? They still have to fucking see you. If you go to an urgent care in ER and you're like, I am in distress, they still have to fucking see you. Okay? So if you don't have the money, if you don't have the fucking ride, get a ride. Ask a neighbor. Mm-hmm. I know nobody wants to inconvenience anyone, but you know what's more of a fucking inconvenience? Planning your fucking funeral. You know what's more <laughs> of a fucking inconvenience? Having to have you be in the hospital and not work for three weeks, not be able to support your fucking family, and yeah. that insurance, that premium that you fucking pay every two weeks, that is the whole goddamn point. Yeah. There are people out there who really don't have insurance, who are petrified to go in. Don't be. Medical and you bills know what? can they be paid do off. all the time. Yep. 
They, they do, do all, all the, the time. time. And I'm telling, yeah, I completely, I am with you on this, like, as far as, like, taking charge of your health. You guys, it really is pretty wild when you are out here in these streets hacking all over everybody or like the people who drop their kids off anyways. Or if you're going into work and you just like can't miss a day, I, I'm i going to say this as much as we love each and every one of you. Your life doesn't matter that much. It's going to keep going on for yep. I mean, your life, your overall life matters a lot. But like your one day at work, the one meeting your boss is going to be super annoyed you missed or the emails that could get done tomorrow. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. Truly. That really really does need to be put into perspective. It does not matter. You should know. Somebody should be able to like get in your car, gun to the head and be like, all right, bitch, tell me all your meds. You should be able to list them. You should be able to list them. And he go, you know what? I was going to kill you, but not anymore. I'm out of here. You pass the test. You should be able to know all of your medications. And by the way, I want to tell spouses this. If you're a wife out there and you're a man, if I hear one more fucking dude go, oh, I don't know any of my medical. My wife knows it all. Excuse me. You have one person that knows everything about you and you know nothing. You do not know what meds you take. You don't know why they did lab work. Uh, I did lab work. Why? I don't know. But my wife knows. Oh, there are. I cannot tell you how many spouses or it goes the opposite way where the husband, the wife's like, I don't know. Jeffrey does it all for me. I'm like, what? My husband takes care of his shit. I take care of my shit, but I do know the meds he takes. I do know upcoming doctors. I can understand that with children. That's different. That is a different. That's a mom thing. I said, I don't think Ian, I love him to death. He's a very great dad. He's never, ever set a doctor's appointment. Ever. A dentist appointment. Um, no. I he's taken him for a few shots, which has been lovely because those are brutal. But like all in all, like our health care of our child is is on me. And I'm sure that there's role reversals in that. Sure, sure. But as an individual, absolutely not. I could not imagine like as a peer being like, oh, honey, I got your prescription. And don't forget, you have a doctor's appointment on Monday. I, and like, I called your dentist and you've got to go back for that cleaning and that, that filling. Remember, fucking that's crazy. fucking wild. Now, listen, if you want your significant other to do that, maybe they stay at home. Maybe uh, they work I've a been ton. so frustrated. I've set him an appointment. That's different. Right. That is different, though. That is, that different. is like get your car washed. And get this taken get care of. to the doctor. This is different. I'm talking about people who come in a doctor. And I know there are some people out there listening right now whose parents do this. Where you're like, mom, you're like, mom, dad, what's going on with your heart? Mom says something is going with your heart. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ask your mother. She knows. No, no. Like, okay, she can know. But you also need to know. Because what if this bitch gets hit by a truck? Then what you going to do? How you going to give one person the keys to all your castles? Like, what? I'm not trying to have you die out here in these streets. And I don't even know. Go to the fa- going to the wrong pharmacy. I look like a fool. I'm like, I think I'm taking a blood pressure medicine. They're like, ma'am, you are on. You're a diabetic. Okay. Uh, if anything, somebody's going to be like, what happened to you? And I'm like, no idea. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue. Because he handled his own shit. He's an adult. You should know. And by the way, I'm not saying keep secrets from your spouse. Like, if there's something going on medically, obviously talk to your spouse about it. But they should not be the keeper of all of your information. You should know what's going on. You should also know financials, what's going on. Um, If one more spouse passes away and I hear the significant other go, I don't know. I don't even know if we're going to be able to keep our house. 
I don't know if we're going to be able to keep the lights on. What do you mean? What do you How mean? Do you Are you awake? What is going Have on? Have you been napping for the last family? 20 years? Not one person should not be in so much control that you have no idea what's going on in life. That is crazy. So I'm not judging. I am saying to you guys, please, if this is you, I'm not bagging on you, but I am saying I'm very serious right now. Like all kidding aside, you, people have got to know what is going on in their own lives and their spouse's life. You should know the medication you're taking, what it looks like. What's the generic? Why am I taking it? What's the game plan, by the way? I'm on this blood pressure medicine, but what's the game plan? Am I going to be on it for the rest of my fucking life? What are my plans here? Can I, what about if we, if I lose 15 pounds, can I, you maybe send me to a nutritionist? Whatever it is. I but you can't. should never be, unless you are dying of cancer or a goddamn diabetic, that you should be on a medication unless of obviously like depression stuff or there's obviously exceptions. But like there should be a plan with your doctor. You should be ongoing talking about, you shouldn't be like, well, I don't know. I've been on this medication for 15 years. And I, my doctor's never told me about anything new. Or there, guys, there are new uh, uh, medications coming out on a reg. Ways to simplify the way that we used to do things back in the day. So if you are taking a medication that you've been taking since you were sixteen, I want you to stop this right now. Uh, but before you stop, listen to the rest of this. Go ahead, get in your phone, call your doctor, make a fucking appointment, and figure out what's going on. I um. I can't weigh in too much because I think you really, you really hit it on the head this week. That's all I want. I just want you guys to be safe and happy. And I want you guys to be able to listen to this podcast. And you can't listen to this podcast if one of the side effects of a medication you've been taking for 15 years is deafness. Okay. So just get involved. Get involved. Get involved in your own health. Get involved. Get out of involved with your husband's health. Or your wife. Or your wife. Because I see it on both sides of the aisle. Truly. Get involved. Oh, my God. That is crazy, dude. But on the upside, I, I do hope at some point Bill and I get to an old age where I call him um, Papa and he calls me Mama. Oh, that's very, very sweet. Whenever I, I see jump, elderly do it, I think it's so cute. I wanted to jump into, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but as far as taking charge of your health, yeah, um, the hot goss. And, you okay. know, I'm not super, you're always delivering the current events. Yes. So, so it's always this blows my mind when you got hot goss, hot goss. But um, I always shared a an article of the Jillian Michaels scandal. Which is today. funny that Jillian Michaels in a scandal at all. Because she was I on mean, The Biggest Loser. So how much of a scandal could you fucking be in? I know. She is, if you guys aren't familiar with Jillian Michaels, she is a personal trainer that starred in The Biggest Loser. And she was like one of the hardcore trainers who helped people get to their goal weights. And she is quoted saying, what was it? Oh, we had yeah, it pulled yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, quoted yeah. saying, it won't be awesome when Lizzo gets diabetes. <laughs> she says, why are we sub- celebrating her body? No. Why does it matter? Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it ain't going to be funny. And it's, I'm sorry, she says, because it ain't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. And I think me and you are on opposite ends of the spectrum here. I are don't we? think what she said was that bad, but she is getting slammed for fat shaming. What was my favorite when they called her? Fat phobic ableist? Well, I'm illiterate, so that's fine. So I also I can't do math. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. I don't think Jillian Michaels was 
fat shaming by any means. I think she was talking. I don't think she was fat shaming. I don't think she was at all. I just think this is part of taking charge of your health. And if Jillian Michaels sees a woman who's overweight, which I don't even think Lizzo's particularly overweight. She's definitely a big boned gal, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't, so when I look at her, I don't automatically think like no. I'm not like oh my god. I'm not like Chris Farley like or like immediately. No, 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 I don't. It's kind of a bummer that she even ended up going there because I think Jillian Michaels. I mean, Jillian Michaels is a lesbian white woman with who has like a six pack, but she didn't always have that. She you know had weight issues as a kid, and I don't know her full fucking history. I do know she had weight issues as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I remember moved. watching her on The Biggest Loser. I used to love that show. Oh. Actually, every time I'm on a Stairmaster, I hear her in my head go, get your hands off the fucking rails. I love it when she says, don't phone it in. Don't phone it in. And that means like, don't call it in, like get out and drive to the drive through. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I just couldn't figure it out. I really like Jillian Michaels, um, but I think there's two different things here. So I think people honestly get very confused about the difference between body positivity and fat shaming. There are are two different, completely different subjects. So I will say just my own, I'm going to say three things, and I'm going to let it go. I've said this multiple times, Yeah, and I say this, and it doesn't matter if we're talking about body weight color, who somebody marries, who somebody's fucking, how they like to be um, spoken to, or how they like to be referred to, okay? That's not my business, right? None of that is my business. What another human being, in my opinion, what they do, so long as it is not directly affecting me, is none of my business. So long as they're not molesting babies and fucking running over kindergartners, what you really do is your fucking business, okay? Oh, 100%. The problem I have with Jillian Michaels is this. She is a famous woman with a microphone in her face. And as a person who is famous... There is something that all famous people get, and it's called PR training. That's what it's called. It's called a PR training. Their person, their PR person sits down with them very early on and says, listen. And says, you can't call people fat. No. She says, listen, what are the questions you're going to ask my, the person, what are the questions you're going to ask Jillian? What are you going to ask her so that I can get her prepared? Because if there's anything off limits that we shouldn't be talking about, I want to know it, Pat, because I don't want her to get caught in some bullshit like this, right? Why two women are talking about another woman's weight in general? It doesn't matter if she was Lindsay Lohan and underweight. Um, They did it a lot with uh, Tori Spelling. She's another one. That people seem to think that because she is famous and because they're a superstar, that they can talk about someone else's weight. I don't care if you're Tori Spelling or fucking Lizzo. It is not Jillian Michaels' place, even if someone asks her, to, on a public platform, talk about another woman's weight. Now, if she was at a dinner party with a bunch of girlfriends and she was just like, I don't fucking get it. Like, I mean, we're talking about this bitch. She's overweight. She's obese. Her BMI is horrible. She's not even a to lose weight. If those are her personal feelings, I think she's 100% 
Go and live your life, Jillian. You are 100% able to do that. But the problem is, is that people take a soundbite that's 30 seconds and can turn that 30 seconds into whatever they want. Lizzo has the right to be, I think that what's happening right now with Lizzo is people are confusing body positivity. I think people are saying, listen, let's get away from the whole, if a woman's thick, we we think automatically she's ugly, no one's going to fuck her, and um, she probably is going to have like six kids by six different baby right. daddies, and they right? get more ass than anybody I know. Uh, truly, they I mean, do. I really. But I think we're, people, all women are trying to say in this day and age, and men, is let's be more body positive, right? Let's not raise a bunch of girls who are slitting their fucking wrists and throwing up after they have a milkshake, okay? That's all we're trying to do. Now, that has nothing to do with Jillian Michaels talking about Lizzo potentially having diabetes. Why are you talking about diabetes? Why are you talking about her? Do you know her sugar levels? Are you her fucking doctor? Have you done her fucking screening? Then shut your fucking mouth. Because you actually never know what somebody's going through. You don't know if Lizzo's overweight because of some trauma that happened to her when she was young. Maybe she has a thyroid issue. Maybe she has polycystic ovarian disease. There's a host of different things that she could be currently working on that Jillian Michaels would never know. Why? Because they're not girlfriends. Okay? She didn't call this bitch and go, hey, do you mind real quick on Good Morning America? I'm going to talk about your fat ass. I'm going to talk about, you know, the diabetes shit. And I'm going to talk about your potential to high blood pressure. If you want to use examples for overweight and obesity, do that, but do it in a broad spectrum. Do not single one person out and decide. That's the only problem I have with what Jillian did. Other than that, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest with you. I guess what I just like, it kind of goes into blowing the 30 seconds out of proportion because in turn, I do agree with you singling out one person where who you don't know Mm -hmm. and talking about it that's offensive i don't care if it's actually me and you in private or on these mics or if it is jillian michaels on buzzfeed talking shit about another celebrity my point of the matter is it's what she said and how she said it And I just don't understand why everything has to be so blown out of proportions. But she had to. If she came on this platform, out of proportion. No, I mean you're like you said, PR training. You exactly like you said, and I get that. But I just, I guess, it hurts me that our general population (laughs) just can't take can't take a step back and be like, Jillian, like you are kind of a skinny white girl. Like you really don't know potentially everything she's going through. Sure. But like, why does it always have to turn into like this fat phobic kind of thing? Like if anything, Jillian's in the trenches with fatties. Because she loves here's them. Here's what I think happens. And, and this is another why. reason why I think it's even more appropriate for her to comment on somebody's weight. It doesn't have to be Lizzo. It could have been me. It could have been a former client right, that right. she had is she is in the fitness and in nutrition sure. field. Sure. She wasn't just talking out of her ass. Now, if she was a fucking author for fantasy books, if she was J.K. Rowling and she was like, yeah, Lizzo and her fat ass and her fucking diabetes, <laughs> but like, she doesn't whatever. know Lizzo. She doesn't know her medical history. No, that's what I'm... I mean, she doesn't, but she's on track 
We don't know that. We do not know that. There are a lot of people that are overweight and obese who don't yeah. have diabetes. Now, they might have something else going on, high she, blood and pressure. And she didn't even accuse her of diabetes. She said she could be on the way. She, no, she said it's going to be awesome, though, when she does get diabetes. No, she said it isn't going to be awesome if Lizzo gets diabetes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, she did. I'm sorry. That's but a pretty, she's absolutely right. And it won't but, be. But first of all, hey, and you know how what? Do we it know won't she's be. Get diabetes? That's, I think that's the jump. That's, that's the, the inappropriate. That was the inappropriate jump. And I can hear her raspy lesbian voice right now. Be like, why are we talking about? Right? It's like, why? It's like a mixture between like. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, but meets New Jersey accent. Yes. yes. And um, she does a lot of hand talking. She does a lot of hand talking. She's very passionate. Very passionate. I'm just saying, like, as far as taking charge of your health, um, you know, I just don't think that it was that outrageous. And I kind of feel bad, honestly, that Jillian is. Um, I feel bad for Jillian. First of all, don't ever feel bad for someone who's a millionaire. I don't feel sorry for her at all. She knew what she was stepping into. She's done a million interviews, and she should have known better being a white lesbian just to shut her fucking mouth. Oh, my God. Mouth. I was going to say, I was shut like, the of fuck all up. the chubby girls at Singer, why she could have pinpointed. Why could Adele? I was just going to go with Adele. Look at Adele. Look at all the weight yeah. she's lost. I'm like, stay in your lane, dude. You could have been stay like, I wonder if Adele. Lane. And before you write in, I know we all like to be like, color doesn't exist in either of these ways. Oh, it does. They both it exist. Very much they does. very much exist. You can't, we talk about this as friends all the we time. We absolutely do. We absolutely. Here's the other thing I will say about being overweight. Okay, the thing about being overweight is that is something that is very personal to all people. Of and, and thank God. Here's where I'll think the Kardashians. I know I'm going to get a lot of kickback from this. Okay, so I need Buckle you guys up. to hold on. Buckle in. Go on this ride with me. Before the Kardashians, even if a person was black. Hispanic, if they were overweight, they weren't looked at as a sex symbol, right? So let's take Missy Elliott, for example. Yes. Right? Love Missy. Okay? Super, super fly. Love Missy. Missy was never, not only was she not looked at as a sex symbol, but her own label did not put her out there. If anything, they made her look like a lesbian. 100%. Literally. They were like, the only way people are going to be able to digest your weight is if we dress you up kind of like a lesbian. Like Biggie. Yep, like Biggie Smalls. Cut your hair and (laughs) stick you out there. Okay? When the Kardashians came along, they had big asses. Not as big as they are now. Let's all be truthful. Yeah, let's be honest. they 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 had thick booties. And then the girls realize, you know what? I'm going to start thicking things up more. I'm going to get thicker thighs. But I'm going to address it with a fat ass and big hips and have a tiny little waist. And then slowly, it was slow, but it was progressive, where people started realizing, like, oh, that hourglass thing? I like that it. is pretty. That's, that is okay, appeasing. wait, 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 wait. We Kardashians didn't invent the hourglass. First of all, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. What I'm saying is, is until they came along and started shoving their fat asses in everyone's fucking faces <laughs> because they became popular, then so it was very like, true. Yes. oh, okay, well, I guess maybe fat asses aren't that bad. I guess hourglass shapes aren't that bad. I'm just saying they were always there. Look at fucking J-Lo. But how big of a... J-Lo's ass is not that big. How big... You remember when she first came out when she did Genie on the Block? Yeah. People were losing their minds. They were like, look at that big old fat ass. And I was like, that is not a fat ass at all. I mean, she has an ass, but not you a fat what? ass. You know what? If you want to see the original fat ass, 
I can't even say it like you. It's so good. Um, I mean, Beyonce. You have got to watch J-Lo in Selena. Oh, I mean, that booty. Excuse me. I just watched her on A Living Color this weekend oh when she was God. a fly girl. So and that good. booty was flying. Uh, my point is, though, when you compare J-Lo's ass to Beyonce's ass, are we fucking joking right now? Are we kidding? Is that a joke? Her ass is literally three times the size of J-Lo's. My point is just saying <laughs> that back then, people acted like J-Lo's ass was wild. People were like, I just can't believe it. I cannot grasp Well, yeah, because that was is. also the era of, like, friends, right? Right. When, like, Phoebe and Courtney... Jennifer uh, Aniston Jennifer was considered... A- like normal just normal every day right Courtney Cox weighing 98 pounds was soup soups normal yeah so that's all I'm saying is that by the time the Kardashians rolled around they people were like okay this concept of like big butts and big asses and then we got boom Nicki Minaj had already been coming up and then it was like oh that's a big old fat ass and then it was like (laughs) well goddamn, oh we just out here doing shit (laughs) and the more and more it became quote unquote cool to have a fat ass cool to have big thighs and I only say this because I have a fat ass and I got big thighs. And all of my life growing up, so it was true. it was never cool. No, it was dudes that cor- it like, was Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. It was with the low rise jeans and yep. then you had to have those little stick legs. Can you imagine if I had low rise jeans? Low rise jeans. So just half my asshole hanging out? Well, it's not even just like your asshole. It's like my ass and my back would actually just be one thing. Just be one thing. <laughs> and nobody wants that. <laughs> when I would wear low-rise jeans, I was so confused. I was like, should the sides of my body be doing this? Should I? How come I can't bend over? Yeah. And by the way, back then, they did not make jeans to fit my asshole. Like, they did not make <laughs> jeans to fit my giant ass. It wasn't until... Further down, jeans the red pockets like oh, that the were smallest like, of pockets. You could literally carry one like, tic tac. Yeah, there were like two inches in there. Yeah, so if you had any sort of thick thighs too, you just looked absolutely you looked insane. insane. You look like an insane person. I have to say, I know the '90s stuff is like coming back, and that's fine um, because those were still like relatively high rise. Like we had right. some cute stuff. But if I'm just saying, if the Early 2000s make a comeback. Oh, Kill no. yourself. Kill yourself immediately. Uh, that wasn't a great time for nay antibati. That was not a good time. Right? It, truly. I remember those were my transitioning years. Oh my and God. the fashion was not great. I mean, I've looked back on some pictures and been like, so there was just nothing in the if store. If you look back on any celebrity's photos, too, it oh, it's, is horrendous. It looks like it's from 1974. It is a wild jump. It is. You know what I will huge. say about myself and my grunge. guru? Yes. Um, my fashion idol always has been the one and only Victoria Beckham. Timeless. Victoria Beckham. I did not see that coming. Are you kidding me? I had a platinum A-line for like as long as... Well, frankly, as long as I could allow it. But I'm like, I can't even picture you with an Should I wear at all. this little black Gucci dress or should I wear this little black Gucci dress? Yes, that is a quote from Spice World. I love Victoria Beckham. She is timeless. I also love a good Heidi Klum. She also, well, her and Heidi, they're like much around that era. I just say also, could you imagine what it's like, like David Beckham? Why are we going down this road? I. I would lose my fucking mind. All I want to do is sit on his lap and have him read me a bedtime story. I've called it that before. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am delusional, you there guys. There are some men that I'm just like, like, uh, it's not Idris, real. Idris Elba. All I want him and Dwayne The Rock Johnson to do is I, just put me on their lap and just go, hey, come here, put your head on my chest so I can read your story. So, you know, the guy from Criminal Minds. He has got to be like the a black mix. guy. Yeah. Oh, everyone knows him. I have no one what knows his, his name, name. By the way, <laughs> nobody knows that man's name. But everybody, all you have to say is the black dude from fucking Criminal, Criminal Minds. That motherfucker is fine. Oh my god. Like he makes me upset Ugh. when I look directly into his eyes. I can't look directly into his eyes. It's like the sun. I go like, blind for thirty seconds. His after smile each time. too. It's like wild. Ugh. And you know he smells good. <laughs> Something about a man who smells good. Just drives me it's nuts. It's like aquadigio. Oh, I don't even know what it is. I think it's aquadigio. It's just point. Long story Anyways, short, I'm just we saying, digress. We digress, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it wasn't always cool to have a fat ass and big thighs. And you're right. So now we're getting to a place where not only is it is it acceptable, right, which is a crazy thing to say, that it's acceptable to live your own life and live your own life with your own body, but now type. we've actually started type. making clothes for all body types and stop saying, like, we only have small, medium, and just... Uh, four largest. That's it. So that's sorry. They're now true, we're true, getting true. close and for all body types. So all I'm saying is, is I don't think people are necessarily. I'm sure there are some people who are truly just hate Julia Michaels, but I think it is important for her to just remember when making those comments that the reason why people are so big about it is because that wasn't always cool. Lizzo would not have existed 15 years ago. She would not have been able to get on that stage right. and do what she just did at the I didn't the, know she was a flute at player. At the Grammys. Uh, one hell of a one. Uh, marching band and all, bitch. Yeah. I'm... Uh, that bitch busted out a flute once and I was like, okay, what is going on? Yeah, just... Woodwinds. She's just blown away. Woodwinds. I mean, it is wild. But it wouldn't have been accepted back then. So I think that there's a difference between posi- body thing- positivity and obesity. And I'm not saying both can't be the happening at the same time. It really piqued my interest. It was funny you were talking about talking about healthcare today. Is not for the f- hurtful feelings effect. I'm not down for that shit ever. Right. Like we, like I have agreed on. I think anybody having serious opinions about a total stranger's weight is fucking wild. But more so what I the reason why I don't think it was that big of a deal that Jillian Michaels specifically said it again is because she's a, a medical professional. Remember when we were okay, talking? She's not a medical professional. She's, she's a, a fun, gym trainer. She's she is a gym <laughs> trainer. I have never gone to Sports West and been like, "Hey, doc, how many squ- more squats should I fucking do? Get the fuck out of here!" And can I just also okay, say this, you guys? I'm having a hard time talking right now because I can barely breathe because my lungs are like collapsed <laughs> from this baby. But I, on, I think also she's say a this. little bit more educated. She is not. She's a goddamn fucking gym trainer. But here's what I want to say is, she's lucky. Because if I were Jillian Michaels, if I was a little white girl who was a lesbian who was just out in these streets, just had another baby, you know what I wouldn't be doing? I wouldn't be talking shit about the one person that will put these hands on you. Yeah. Fucking Lizzo will put her hands on you when she sees you next time in public. I know. She's going to see you at Starbucks in yeah. LA one day and be like, bitch, yeah. what the fuck were you talking about? Diabetes? Bitch, get over here before I fucking knock you the fuck out. And I if totally you think agree. Lizzo from the hood who plays the flute during half of her performances will not lay them hands on you, Jillian? Yeah. Oh, you actually. I mean, you can't imagine how much shade she got for, for that. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared for you. Did you see what Lizzo did to the Uber driver who was supposed Did you hear about this? Yeah, she didn't pay for her food. So Lizzo purchased her food from Uber Eats. You know, you gotta pay for it, obviously, first. And the girl said it was delivered. 
and the girl never delivered it. She ate her food instead and then thought it was funny to take a picture of it eating her food. Says, like, I'm eating Lizzo's food and then posted it. Well, somehow or another, somebody reposted that shit on the internet and Lizzo fucking blew her up. Put her first, last name, her goddamn phone number, because <laughs> you know you get all the information on New Breeds. Put her fucking name, her picture up on the fucking Twitter and was like, okay, guys, go ahead and get her. You guys can take care of it. I'm not even going to waste my fucking time. I'm just going to tell you what she did. I'm just going to reorder. Fucking, yep, she, I'm going to reorder my food, but I'm just telling you, this bitch said she fucking delivered my food and then she fucking ate it. That's a bitch who ate her goddamn garlic bread. What do you think she's going to do to Jillian Michaels who said that she <laughs> should have diabetes? I do remember that. And that she's is going to so- Fuck Jillian up when she sees her at Starbucks. So if I you know Jillian, what? I'd lay that, low. I'd I lay will low. not. Well, <laughs> I'd lay low. And on that too, I won't even have an opinion because I agree. Two women or men or whoever, two people with a level of opinions on each on a matter, especially on themselves, they're allowed to do that. I will not weigh in on this opinion. But I want to remind you. Remember when we were talking about the whole brave thing a few episodes back? Yes. When we were like, you know, if you're a bigger yes. woman yes. or you know, if you wear a swimsuit, it's not brave. And you walk out and you're like, mm-hmm. hashtag brave. And then a doctor brings up, Your remember, diabetes. I said, yes. the doctor might be like, yes. you know, you are brave for maybe a lot of other things in life. But not this. But not the diabetes. But the thing is, is that Lizzo never called herself brave. See, if Lizzo had came out and said, look at me with my That's ass cheeks out, hashtag brave, bitch. And this Jill- is why you got to run things by then each other. This you're is right. why you got to go yes. to your publicist and go, this Absolutely. is what I'm thinking about saying. So that her publicist can go, you know what? Maybe don't. Maybe save that for a blog entry or some other bullshit that you write just that nobody don't. watches or reads. Or don't. Because I haven't seen Jillian yeah. in a smooth 10 years, and I don't give a fuck what Jillian Michaels is doing. And I'll be honest, I like Lizzo. She's fine. Like, she's not my favorite person. There are some songs that she does that I like. Unfortunately, it's mainstream, so they get played in every movie and every show, so I'm just burnt out on Lizzo right now. But that has nothing... If I were right You're now right. today, I had a patient tell me... You know what she told me Sometimes yesterday? You, gotta sit back you know what she told me yesterday? Right. She was like, she came in, she was like, I can't fucking believe it, talking under breath. So what's going on? She said, um, my husband and I were in our bedroom, and I was, like, getting dressed for this appointment, and he said to me, oh, yeah, about 150 now? <laughs> she said, pardon? Yes, yeah, it looks like you've, what are you up to, one, about 150 now? You used to weigh, like, what, 145, 140-ish? Now you have to like, it looks like you're up to about 150. She was like, um, no, motherfucker, I'm up to 146. Thank you. And why are we even talking about this? He was like, well, I'm just, I'm just saying like, it looks like you put on some weight. So maybe after, since we're in the new year, you should, we should hashtag be take, healthy. Be, take that weight off. Take that, take minus six pounds that you put on. Now, she Jillian like, Michaels is one thing, right? <laughs> Because she can look at you. And right. I would say her education, whatever it may be. Okay, we're not going to keep stop. arguing no, 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 about this. No, She's not a physician. No, but I'm. this is the point, though. <laughs> I would imagine that the education She's not even she's a goddamn at, she can look at you and say. <laughs> she doesn't even have a physical therapy certificate, okay? She can't even be a chiropractor if she wanted to. She couldn't adjust your body if she legally wanted to. You could sue her if she was like, saying, let me get your ribs back I'm in just there. saying she could probably look at you and say, you know, your BMI should maybe be at this point. Right, because so could anybody who can read a book who wants to be a trainer. I saw um, a 17-year-old trainer last week. Go on. I, and I know they're available online. <laughs> it's fine. 
What I'm saying is, is she has some background in this that allows her to to have these opinions about weight, weight. but not about someone else's weight. Well, I'm saying like a client. I'm saying this right. is if not Lizzo. Lizzo. Paid her. Okay. I'm saying this is a client. So Jillian Michaels walks in the room and she okay. says, "Sally, what are you at? One fifty? You're looking about one fifty? Right. I can tell. Maybe you did this. Your husband saying that. I think is like that's." Levels for Inferno. Oh, you would be sleeping on the couch, and you'd be lucky if you ever if I, I let you. Put I your just want to be clear with our listeners that anytime we talk about somebody's weight, I person I take it personally too. If my husband had ever said that to oh, me, I would be mortified. I would be absolutely mortified. I think it'd be one of the most hurtful things it would that break he. My heart. It would break my heart mm-hmm. totally because he has no stance. He has no idea. Now I'm just saying I wouldn't be mortified if Jillian Michaels said that to me because I feel like she knows her shit. Are you? That's my point. Oh, that's your point. So Jillian Michael today walks into the GSR. You happen to be right after you give birth. Uh, You're going to have a nice night out with your man after you've given birth. And Jillian Michaels is walking through GSR and she screams out to you, "Hey, (laughs) hey, you, Blondie, yeah, come here. You got a pretty face. What are you about? One sixty? One (laughs) seventy?" Listen, I'm not saying what you should be doing with your body, but you're for sure going to get the diabetes and the sugar foot. Anyways, got to go. Keep that in mind. Maybe call yourself a trainer. Get all the way the fuck out of here. I swear to God, and maybe it's just my personality type. I guess maybe I'm just like a fucking savage, too. But you would be so pissed off if if someone in our friend group came to you. If we were at that, we were sitting at that table this weekend, and someone looked over to you and walks into the GSR. You happen to be right. Right after you give birth, uh, you're going to have a nice night out with your man after you've given birth. And Jillian Michaels is walking through GSR and she screams out to you, hey, (laughs) hey, you, Blondie, yeah, come here. You got a pretty face. What are you, about 160, 170? (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying what you should be doing with your body, but you're for sure going to get the diabetes and the sugar foot. Anyways, got to go. Keep that in mind. Maybe call yourself a trainer. Get all the way the fuck out of here. I swear to God, and maybe it's just my personality type, I guess maybe I'm just like a fucking savage too, but... You would be so pissed off if if someone in our friend group came to... If we were at that... We were sitting at that table this weekend, and someone looked over to you and said... That's true. Dude, are you going to get diabetes? I am worried about you. What did you, like, gain, like, 30? I understand that you had a baby, but that was, like, four months ago. What's going on with the, your neck? I mean, it's fucking huge. You would. Dude, I have That's seen you flip That's not Jillian Michaels. I have seen you flip out for less. You would flip the fucking table <laughs> like the fucking Hulk. You're out of your fucking mind. It's just that Jillian Michaels didn't call you a fucking fat ass and didn't say you had you diabetes. You do love her. I know. It's hard sometimes when you like a celebrity and they kind of fuck it up. You're like, no, shut up. It was really hard for me when Brad and and, um, Jennifer broke up. I tried not to be mad. I was mad at Brad for a very long time. I'm not a big fan of Angelina Jolie. And I love Jennifer Aniston. I felt like it was two of my best friends splitting up. And And I I actually did love Angelina Jolie. Not, not, I loved her up until that moment. 
Because yeah. I think there is something about a woman who will even date a man, and I don't care if they're like, well, they were separated. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If the law and Jesus said these bitches and these motherfuckers are still married, you need to wait your turn like a respectable human being. <laughs> Dick turn. has never been so important to me that I'm willing to fuck another woman's man. I don't and need to fuck your man. Is, it's just not in short supply. At all. Dick so. is everywhere. You're Angelina Jolie. You could have got The Rock. The Wayne. <laughs> Dwayne. You can't let it go. The, you could have got Dwayne. Because oh, back then he was single. I miss. I'm sorry, you I'm guys. just saying. I miss my brain. And your marriage would still be intact. Look at Dwayne. <laughs> He's still going strong. Ha- putting out heavy hitters left and right. Oh, God. Man, looks like he could pick up at least a Toyota Corolla. At least a Toyota Corolla. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. God. I don't understand when people cheat. Imagine how safe you'd feel. Oh, my. I would, I'd leave doors unlocked, windows. Yeah. I'd drive over the speed limit all of the time. <laughs> Because he just put his hand out. Right. Like we'd or he'd put his over foot out and just and slow you down. And he would just smile and the cops would be like, oh, well, fuck, I didn't know it was you, Dwayne. <laughs> hey, Alec, get out of here. Get, beat it. You're dead. You guys are, you know what? No ticket today. But hey, I want to get a shout out of your next movie. Oh, I bet you he gets free coffee. I bet everywhere he goes, like an angel, he just, and he's going to be another one. If he cheats... Is he married? I, he is married. He has two beautiful little babies. He just had another one. Uh, um, I will tell you that when Beyonce, I, I love Beyonce. I like Beyonce. I do not love Beyonce. I think she's great. Some things I like, some things I don't. I do like Jay-Z as far as uh, if you are not a huge fan of Jay-Z, which I am not attracted to him at all. I do not find him uh, physically attractive. Um, but I will tell you lyrically, if you've ever listened to his mm-hmm. actual rap broken down into words and you've ever been a person that can write a sonnet, a poem, or anything like that, if you've ever written anything in your life, yeah. it's pretty fucking amazing the yeah. shit that he fucking comes up with. But I will tell you, when he cheated on his wife, which, the nerve. The nerve. Because, um, I'm sorry, I can't. Beyonce's body is pretty fucking wild. The amount of money she has produced, the on just her saying, like, this is it. Like, yeah. not only am I going to do this, yeah. but I don't give a shit what anyone thinks, actually. Yeah. I'm not going to do interviews. I'm never going to do any sort of, like, uh, uh, I'm not going to do any sort of tours where I need to, like, go around and do interviews on Good Morning America. Nope. Yep. I'm so badass. I'm just going to exist. And I'm you motherfuckers. Did you see the internet literally lost their minds when she posted on Instagram three black screens? The internet almost broke. It was wild on New Year's Day. People lost their shit. You cheated on her. I will tell you. I'm a ride or die for that sister of hers. Because when they were in that elevator and her sister tried to beat his motherfucking ass, I thought, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. And when she was interviewed, she was like, you know what it was, and I'll do it again. I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I need a down-ass bitch like that. This motherfucker (laughs) cheats on me. I need you to put hands, be willing to put hands on this motherfucker. Because I can't. Because I can't. Right? Like, I'm Beyonce. I can't. Um, Yeah. He's petty. Yeah. He is obviously petty. Yeah. But my sister, she don't give a shit. I will bail this bitch out of jail. Thousand times. Thousand times. A thousand times. And if you're not that kind of ride or die bitch, if you're not the kind of bitch or sister that will fuck somebody up mm-hmm. who slept with your man, who slept with your sister's man or your girlfriend's man, let me tell you something. Yeah. You could call me tomorrow morning. You could call me tonight, 6 a.m., losing your mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. And I can't beat his ass. I don't even, I wouldn't even put socks on. Because I have on. kids. Just straight out the door. Yeah. Just on my way. Don't worry. I got you. So. Thousand percent. Just be that down ass bitch. But other than that. Well, yeah. yeah and that, that, 
that wraps that up for me. Well, I'm just, I want Jillian to just understand the error of her you're ways. Right. You know, I you do know, like Jillian. I very rarely, and a lot of people, I think Ian's going to want to record this, and I think sometimes, I mean, I read it off the cusp today, and I thought we're going to have to touch on it on the podcast. Yes. And I just thought, eh, it's not that big of a fucking deal. And I have been a thick white girl my whole life. I mean, I have been called fat. Like, if any girl ever wanted her, I mean, that's what they call you. Right. I mean, so it's not, and I'm not, so I'm not, I haven't come, I'm not coming out of the woodworks here with this fucking six pack saying like, I just don't know what Lizzo's going through. No, bitch. I, every all of us know. All of us know. It's a struggle. What? It's a real Except struggle. Except for the six people that we know of all races and genders who are like, I just can like I don't even understand. Like I just cannot keep weight on. Like I just like you guys have no idea what I eat in a day. I mean, I ate four stickers for breakfast this morning. I had a pop tart. I had a fucking donut for lunch. I had a full rack of ribs, and it just I don't even know where the weight goes. When somebody like who's really thin is like, I hate it when people are commenting like, eat a cheeseburger, and it's like. What does that have to do with their weight? Um, well, it's usually like people are like telling them to gain weight. Oh, right. And it right. like upsets them or hurts it, their feelings. Right. And I'm like, not the same. <laughs> Fuck you. That's like somebody being like, oh, you're so pretty. Literally. Literally. You're so pretty. Take some makeup like, off. Like, oh, so it's annoying. annoying. Like, I just like eat all the time. And I'm like, no, it's not the same as being a 15 year old girl wondering why you're wearing like adult sized clothing. Right. And a world where the guys are smaller than you for a minimum of two years. <laughs> like, sorry, bitch. It's not that, the same. That burns a fucking deep. When you go into freshman year and all the girls are bigger than all the guys. It is. And you're in wild. love with him. And. Their you, arms are literally, <laughs> literally, you'd have to make up four of their arms to be the size of one of your thighs. And then all the guys are hurtful. like, oh, why are they dating the older guys? Well, honestly, it's because he bracket. can give me a piggyback. They're in my weight bracket. <laughs> it's like wrestling. I can't wrestle somebody who's way under my weight class. No, I it's rude. Arm. It's, first of all, it's rude. Rude. It is rude. I'm I will never trying. forget a girlfriend of mine. We were in, uh, we were 16. And it was prom, and she goes, uh, it's after prom, and it's like a few days after, and all the girls and I got together so we could talk about prom. And uh, she goes, <sighs> I said, how'd it go with you and homeboy? She goes, oh. Yes, we finally fucked. We did it. I lost my <laughs> V card. I go, how was it? And she goes, can I be honest? You're not going to tell anyone, right? I'm like, no. Of course not. Nobody. She goes, oh, he was just so skinny. It was so bizarre. It hurt. His pelvis kept jabbing my fucking pelvis, and it hurt so bad yeah. that I couldn't even concentrate on his dick. Yeah. I wanted it to be over. He was so skinny. She goes, I remember her saying, he was so skinny that I did not have to spread my legs. He just slid inside <laughs> between my thighs. <laughs> And stuck his dick in me. I was oh. like, oh, that is a nightmare. She goes, I can never. They were friends oh and God. he was like in love with her. She was like, I can never look at him. It was so awful. I have actually been there where the pelvis bone has, because of these stallion thighs. Right. Has bruised the inner thigh mm-hmm. because it's so sharp like a fucking dagger. Like a dagger. It's trying to kill you. And I don't know what the who or what those are meant for. Oh, I have uh, not a clue. I mean, I don't 
Oh, I don't know. I, well, because you're not supposed to be so skinny that you're literally trying to impale somebody with your own pelvis. <laughs> That's the whole fucking point. So the whole idea, but okay, long story short, we're, we're digressing again. I'm just saying. It's like, it's not the same. Being a skinny chick beginning told to eat is not the same as being chubby wondering why God has punished you. And why you can't fuck in your own weight class. <laughs> and why age class. Because you really like his personality but you know that those little sharp elbows and that sharp pelvis is, is coming for it's you. It's more pain than it's you're willing to put up with. <laughs> it is really it is a lot. So just please <laughs> when I say the hashtag be not everyone's brave. I do mean, like, if you want to be overweight and wear a swimsuit, like, knock yourself out. But having cellulite isn't brave. It's just a thing women go through. Yeah. And by the way, women losing weight and men losing weight are two fucking different things. A guy oh. cannot eat for a fucking day and lose 15 pounds. A woman cannot eat for one fucking day and gain four. I don't know the math on that. You do it. Polycystic so, disorder. Uh, so don't yeah. fucking. No, true. You right. really, truly cannot judge people based off of a lot of times. And you know what? You're right. Off the jump, I thought, ah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Now I'm kind of seeing it, it, especially in her raspy Joan Rivers voice. Right. I am seeing that maybe it probably was a big deal. And she probably could have minded her own business. She probably could have. She could have done that whole interview. And you know what the shame is, honestly? Here's the shame of it, actually, all of it, for Jillian. True. Is that... I am going to go on a limb because she is a, as you call her, a medical professional. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was trying on, to steer clear yeah, of I'm that. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say the the however many minutes before she made that comment, probably with some really interesting Guaranteed. information that Guaranteed, people yeah. could have used and heard and people could have would have been excited to hear. But because you're so fucking stupid and you aren't realizing that your opinion is not every now all that anyone's ever going to remember. You called Lizzo fat. Is that bitch you called? You told Lizzo she going to get the sugar foot. Oh, and people I've seen some white girls (laughs) rally for Lizzo. Some of the white girls I work with, they're like, what bitch? I fucks with Lizzo. I'm like, you're a white girl who's 22. How? Why? But you know what? You relate? Do you? (laughs) You weigh 102 pounds. How do you relate, bitch? Yeah, but no, Jillian's all right, Jill. I tried. Jill, get it together. Sorry, girl. I, I to tried. Just say, you know what? I apologize. And don't be petty and buy her like a snickerdoodle. Yeah, and you know what you need to do when Send you're telling flowers. other people to take charge of their own health care? Yes. Um, don't do it like that. Do it like I did in the beginning of this show. Yeah. Very blanketed, yeah. right? Yeah. And single one person No, out. you did not. I just said in a blanket way, a public announcement. Yeah. Public right. health announcement. No, that's sometimes it. I got to say you're right. That's, that's all I got to say. That's it. 100%. All right, you guys. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode of The Angels. <laughs> Hope you guys took some hot tips from that one. Just some, you know, just some hot tips and some hot goss. All right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you guys, I want to thank you so much for listening and following us. Of course, you know our social media. IG is The Hate Journals. Our Twitter is hot. Uh, nope, not that. It's not Hot Girl Summer. Uh, <laughs> our uh, Twitter is Hate Journals. And, of course, our website is thehatejournals.com. If you have any questions, if you've got any comments, girl, send them. Boy, I hear you. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.